Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium, baby. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. Let me tell you. you guys had an amazing week last week because i know that i did it was very productive it was very rewarding it was uh euphoric almost was it challenging absolutely um i I had a great time this i think this weekend was probably my favorite part of um the week um I had some great conversations with my family. I got to hang out with my friends and my mutuals. Um, I choked myself to death. We were making chili oil, um, cast and spells, stirring pots, watched some drag race, um, got a little intoxicated. Y'all know I don't be getting intoxicated, but I got a little intoxicated. That was always fun uh i even got some shroom chocolate um that that's going to be fun i'm gonna wait until the the moon enters into pisces and then we'll get into it and i I literally missed it by one day but that's for another day another day another topic (laughs) another day another conversation um also also the cherry on top for my weekend Oh my goodness. When you guys send me messages and DMs and emails, like, I don't think y'all know what it does to me. And I know some of you guys think that I won't have time or I don't look at all my messages and all of that. It might not be as timely as you would like it, but I honestly do try to get through every message, every DM, every email that you guys send me. Um, because it, it means a it means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to you. And uh, this weekend, when I was going through some of my DMs, because I try to keep it nice and cluttered, I, I mean uncluttered, ah, I got an amazing DM that was like the cherry on top, like mid weekend, and. Um, since I was already like checking through them, like I got it and I was like, Oh, let me just go back up to this one. Like they're active. Like let's have conversation. (laughs) And they were, uh, they were telling me that there was another fucking silly goose on the internet scamming, pretending to be me. And I was like, girl, she was like, I blocked them. I was like, girl, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, but Alex, the message that you sent me, I, I don't know. I know it, it was uh, short and sweet, but it just hit different. It just hit different. Um, and, and I thank you and I'm grateful for you. And uh, I appreciate that I am a tool and utensil. This podcast is a tool and utensil for you and the London office crew. So shout out to you and the London office crew um, for listening every week to get your week going. Uh, it's amazing. I, w- I will say this though. I did. I was like, oh my God, people are listening to me in office settings. Like, should I not use as much profanity? Like, should I not be like, fuck shit, dick, pussy, asshole, motherfucker, ovaries, you know? But then I was like, mm, they know what they signed up for. <laughs> they know what they signed up for. Uh, so, mm, but thank you. <laughs> thank you. And also, like, imagine me in an office setting. Like, I, I was thinking back to when I was working. And I was like, I really did not give a fuck. <laughs> like, even then. Like, was I um, a little more corporate, prof- corporately professional? Maybe. You'll never know. I don't know that girl anymore. Um, But 
long story short, thank you guys for listening all the way from London. So much appreciated. Uh, this week, we're actually obviously going to get into the, some major transit, transits and aspects that are taking place. And I feel like I always say this, so I'm about to stop saying it, but I'm like, this transit and, as- and aspects, these will change your life forever. I say that every week. And, um, but for real though, this week, <laughs> this week for real too as well. <laughs> For real, though, as well. Uh, So, you already know we're going to get into the major transits and aspects that are taking place this week. Our crystal of the week is going to be Sunstone. Um, And to follow the theme of shadow work and transformation uh, for the month of May, we are going to get into... um, some examples and different things when we talk about... um, overcoming resistance to self-transformation, right? So, um, you know, the power of vulnerability. (laughs) I know y'all don't like using that word. The power of vulnerability and the role that it plays in self-transformation. Even the relationship between self-transformation and purpose, okay? So we'll dive into that this week. Uh... I haven't picked the card of the week, so I'll probably pick that right before I record the segment. I can't tell you what it is yet. Um, we're, we're just out here, uh, live, living the dream or are we life? You know what? Another thing is, I know that this intro segment's a little bit longer than normal, but I don't fuck. I was thinking about this the other day, you know, when they're like, merely, 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 life is but a dream. They've been telling us that since we were little kids. They've been telling us that since we were little kids live bye i'll I'll see okay i'll see y'all one moment please bye okay so i'm gonna try to stay calm while i record this um today nothing's really happening we have mars that um Mars and Cancer that's trying Neptune and Pisces. Uh, have a balance between your intuition and your emotions today. Okay, now let's get to the juice. <laughs> so on the 16th of May, we have Jupiter entering into Taurus. Um, so we know that Jupiter will sits in a sign for about a year or so, give or take. So it takes about 12 years for Jupiter to hit every single sign. Um, but when Jupiter enters into Taurus, it brings stability, it brings uh, practicality and groundedness to our lives. Um, Jupiter is the planet of expansion, growth, abundance, while Taurus is that earth sign that is associated with material resources, value, and security. Picking up what I'm putting down. Um, during this transit, you could find yourself hyperfixating on particular matters when we're talking about finances and resources and kind of restabilizing these aspects in your life, uh, financial aspects in your life, okay? Um, you may be a little more cautious with the energy of Taurus uh, when it comes to approaching um, approaching this need to take a risk, okay? Preferring to build on what you have already um, built on. However, however, we also may be more focused on our material needs and may find ourselves drawn toward activities that brings us comfort and pleasure and security. Um, But again, we got big ass Jupiter sitting over here. (laughs) That's like... I know that you may be going through some challenges. I know you have some certain circumstances that you're trying to uh, iron out, but let me help you. Um, It's going to give us this boost of abundance and even maybe even uh, have us feeling a little bit more generous financially to others. And we may be more inclined to share our resources um, and blessings with those needs. don't forget and i'm saying this don't forget especially with this transit um make sure you apply gratitude to it 
Okay, yes, this transit brings opportunity for growth and expansion in areas of finance, business, and material resources. Um, we may be presented with new opportunities for financial gain, or we may find our existing resources uh, more fruitful, okay, in unexpected ways. So make sure that with this transit, you are staying grounded. You are, again, pussy popping on the handstand. And above all, that you are aligning with what you are bringing toward you. Remember, we're all about this transformation. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I'm not going to go over every transit aspect this week. I'm just going over the extra juicy ones, okay? Because remember, remember, y'all, every day there's like anywhere from like zero to 70 80 90 100 transits aspects that are taking place every single day i cannot give you one i can't give you them every every one for every single day even in the week there's thousands of them i'm not doing that i'm not doing that not thousands hundreds um anyway um, so then we have right after Jupiter enters Taurus, we have Jupiter and Taurus will square Pluto in Aquarius. Remember, we talked about this last week, Pluto is retrograde. So when Jupiter squares, um, when Jupiter will square Pluto, it's going to bring a sense of tension, of tension and conflict between your desire for stability, excuse me, and security, and um, we'll still have this feel and this need for transformation and change. We already talked about what Jupiter does, right? Um, however, with the planet of transformation, power and regeneration, um, innovation and change, it's going to kind of gather our raggedy asses up this transit right after again jupiter enters taurus um again we're going to feel this tension and we could even feel conflicted or want to confront the challenges that require us to adapt to the change and approach the change even um and again especially emphasis on this Pluto in Aquarius that is retrograde be mindful be mindful uh, of how or what you are trying to change what you are trying to transform how you are trying to expand the stars are aligned to give you this extra bump this extra oomph in it um, overall this square with Pluto um, it's going to bring, it's going to bring tension. It's going to bring conflict, but it's also going to bring that opportunity for growth and transformation. Um, so remain open to the change and maintaining that neutrality, that balance between material need and the desire for growth and transformation. Okay. Uh, then, 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 we're jumping like right to the end of the week. I was like, mm, let's just go to the end of the week. We're jumping right to the end of the week. The middle of the week is all right. We got like the moon and Taurus excelling Neptune and Pisces. You know, it's cute. It's cute. Um, it, it's again, just going to heighten your emotions and creativity and kind of give you an opportunity to, um, connect a little bit better with the spiritual nature of your inner world. Okay. And then, um, in the middle of the week, we have Mercury and Taurus, um, which is direct. Technically it is direct, but we're still in the storm. So Mercury is no longer retrograde. It is direct, but we're still in the storm. So we could still feel that energy of Mercury retrograde. Um, but then we have the, Mer we have Mercury and Taurus excelling Saturn and Pisces. Um, and, uh, this is going to bring you, it's kind of going to snap you out of that retrograde energy. It's going to bring you um, moments of practical thinking and clear communication. But also, again, we have a lot of Taurus sitting planets right now, right? So it's going to bring you that structure and that stability. This is why it is important. This is why, are you guys picking up what I'm putting down? Why I chose the theme for March to be like shadow work transformation because like we have a lot of planets that are moving into Taurus and this it 
anyway, anyway, anyway. So then going to the new moon, we have a new moon in Taurus. Um, at the end of the week, um, we know a new moon occurs when the sun and the moon are both in the sign in the same sign and the moon is in its dark phase invisible to the naked eye this phase marks the beginning of a new lunar cycle and it is powerful it is a powerful time to set intentions plant your seeds for the future remember it's new we want to manifest we want to fill up we we don't we don't we don't manifest on full we manifest on new right I'll get to that in a moment. Um, so we know again, um, Taurus is about stability, practicality, um, even material possessions. So during this new moon in Taurus, um, we're, we're called to focus on our finances and our, uh, physical environment, even our relationships with the natural world going out in nature. Um, it's time to take stock of your resources and make a plan on how to create more abundance and security in your life. Okay. Um, and there are some new moon prompts, uh, that I will be posting in the server as well as in that spiritual expansion planner, excuse me, confirmation burp. Um, so when we talk about this new moon in Taurus, right, some of the themes that are associated again, material abundance, um, sensuality and pleasure. We know we got a little Taurus freaks out there. Anyway, um, connection to the natural world. So go put your feet on some grass, go get in some water that is not a swimming pool. Um, it also has the energy of persistence and patience, determination, building and maintaining stable foundations. Um, during this new moon, you really want to focus on your financial goals and aspirations, cultivating self-care practices that honor your physical body, your financial body, spiritual body, whatever, however that looks to you. Um, building a, building um, sustainable, uh, how would you say, like sustainable actions for your career and business, right? Um, we also know that the tarot card that is associated with Taurus is the Hierophant. And um, it represents tradition, conformity, spiritual guidance, but it's also the teacher. So it can also... Um, it's also going to be again about the structure in one's life um as well as like connecting to higher wisdoms the um during this new moon you can definitely uh create a vision board <laughs> yeah like this is the new moon to create a vision board um do some grounding work, take a nature walk, um, do some spring cleaning, declutter your physical space, um, cook or indulge on things that make you feel mm, like a baddie. Uh, <laughs> so we have that. Okay. Let me keep moving. <laughs> um, so then on the same day on the 20th, if I'm not mistaken, no, excuse me, the new moon is on the 19th. On the 20th, we have Mars entering Leo. <laughs> when Mars enters Leo, there, um, there can be a boost of confidence. So like we could have this feeling of bad bitchery come out of nowhere. Um, and it's going to inspire you to take bold actions and pursue your goals. And, um, you'll be motivated in a different way, even when it comes to your self-expressions, your passions, what you're working toward. Again, the stars are in your favor. Um, the only thing that I will say when Mars enters in to Leo, and this is when I was doing my researches, cause you know, we researches, um, don't let your head get too big. Like, babe, we already know our head barely fits in the doorway right now. But with this, uh, with this, um, transit, don't, don't let it get too big. <laughs> okay. Um, be mindful of not becoming too egotistical or overly focused on your personal achievements. Um, 
at the expense of others, you know, like be, be mindful, be mindful of those around you. Like still like, you know, I'm the baddest bitch in the room. You're the baddest bitch in the room until I walk in, you know? So, um, you know, anyway, um, but the same day, same day, this is why I'm saying the stars are in our favor. Same day. Um, once Mars enters into Leo, it will oppose Pluto and Aquarius. This will cause a clash between our desires for self-expression and individuality and the need to maintain a sense of control and power in our life. So legit, we'll be like, fuck it, I'ma do me, I'm a bad bitch. But like, if I'm too much of a bad bitch, will people take me serious? Like, will I lose control? Pipe down, you'll be fine like just pipe down okay um find that neutrality find that balance don't assert your dominance um on other people right don't do that um you could also uh feel the need to pick back up projects but if you pick it up don't fucking delegate it to anybody do that shit yourself um Again, this is going to amplify and give this intense, uh, this intense need of transformation and opportunity, um, to express ourselves and to expand again, the, the stars are in our favor. <laughs> okay. So then, then we like when i tell you there's a lot going on i'm trying to keep this under 20 because i know my the astrology chunk is getting thick um we have gemini season this side it just into gemini Ugh. let me say this a lot but gemini's got a bad name gemini's got a bad name and um i, I think it's because most signs do not understand them like, I love me a good Gemini. A lot of my closest and dearest friends are Gemini, okay? And um, I think if you don't like Geminis, you need to grow up. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, they're two veins because they're the twin. Nah, nah, nah. No, I don't think that's the case. I think that they are more understanding of the neutrality of the situation. They just, you know, sometimes can struggle when it comes to communicating it, making them come or seem two-faced. But that's my own two cents. Anyway, um, so one key characteristic of uh, Gemini season is communication because we know that Gemini is ruled by the planet Mercury. Okay. Um, which again, we know is associated with communication, um, mental agility, tech even curiosity um so a lot of people could be a little bit more curious or be a little bit more bold in the way that they're communicating when the sun is in gemini before like you might tiptoe be like you know i i don't know if that's a great idea but no you're like fuck that that shit's terrible <laughs> that shit's terrible um Gemini season is one of my favorite seasons because everybody is so sociable, right? We know it's like kind of we're getting into the hot girl summer um, era vibes, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the Gemini is dualistic by nature. Um, and we could even see ourselves becoming a little bit restless. So, you know, good luck. You might not sleep for the next, you know, month or so, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, um, Gemini's, Gemini season is actually a great time um, when people are more energized and open-minded. So make sure that when the sun is entering Gemini for this next 30 days or so, that you are more open-minded and you are more enthusiastic when it comes to communicating and allowing things to uh expand and grow okay um so that that's taking place on the 20th so then as soon as that takes place i'm trying to wrap it up guys i know you're like come the fuck on i'm trying i am trying <laughs> uh 
<laughs> then when that happens, we have two transits that are that they have my like brow up a little bit. Um, but we have the Sun and Gemini trining Pluto um, in Aquarius. So um, again, amplifying the transformation, the feeling of of the feeling of empowerment, the opportunity to tap into your own personal power. Um, again, being mindful of your actions and motivations, but using this energy for positive change, right? So then we have um, the sun, which will be sextiling Mars, which just entered into Leo, right? We just fucking talked about this shit. This is going to give us that boost of inspiration and assertiveness and again um we we could see ourselves tapping into our leadership potential and our personal power uh, 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 uh. again being mindful though there is a need to be mindful we have a lot of this fire and a lot of this air that are meeting up and having a party and then we have air and air having parties so be mindful all in all this week manifest your dick uh, excuse me manifest your ovaries off um or your dick or you know your them they parts and um really allow yourself to amplify this personal transformation through understanding the power you have within yourself okay mm-hmm <laughs> The crystal of the week is sunstone. I don't know if I did sunstone. I keep looking at this and I'm like, did I do this joker already? Even if we did, we're going to do it again. Uh, it is uh, for it's great for your solar plexus and sacral chakra. Its properties are strength, transformation, protective, luck, protection, excuse me, luck and good fortune, knowledge, clearing, cleansing, truth, consciousness, leadership, abundance, aura cleansing, chakra cleansing. It is of the planet, quote unquote, sun, zodiac sign, Leo and Libra, fire is the element. Its colors range from white, orange, gold, amber, deep orange, red. On the hardness scale is about a six to a seven. Okay. Um, sunstone is an oligol class feldspar mm -hmm, that can only be found crystallized in large masses. Rarely found, rarely can one find sunstone in tambalar prismatic form or prismatic form oh okay uh the name comes from its obvious resemblance to the sun especially when exhibiting radiant reflections that show quote-unquote flash okay um, a lot of sunstone throughout the world has slight differences in colors and can range uh from a pink peach to bright orange as well as a light red rarely and i mean rarely is um one able to find completely natural sunstone that ranges in colors from dark blue uh to see-through ivory green wow did not know that this mineral has a history of at least a few hundred years and was discovered in 1837 by jd diana david i don't know who paid for jd's trip but a lot of these damn crystals she just they discovered and i want to i want to be on their crew uh since then important localities have been discovered in sri lanka india mexico uh, Norway, Russia, China, Canada, and the United States. Oregon specifically. Oregon has a very unique history uh, with this crystal. So mm, Tiffany and Company were one of the first to purchase the mining claims of the land uh, where in Oregon where they found the sunstone which was around the early 1900s before that local native americans were known to highly uh were known to highly treasure this mineral Ooh, okay um they said it was a gift from mother earth uh sunstone resonates directly with one solar plexus and sacral chakra uh it also helps align the two while also creating a, a communication 
channel between the both and that's why i was like mm, we're talking about being grounded but also bringing toward us abundantly like i'm going to choose this crystal for the week um it's crucial um these specific areas are crucial to a personal energies such as anyone's passion or ability to create or your personal will your determination so this crystal sunstone is going to energize and help revitalize the basic components which make up who we are in addition um it's also going to help you channel those energies through your emotional and mental bodies right um think of it like a sunrise like on your body sunrise 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 oh sorry <laughs> um this is also like for me it's like I'm igniting my passion. I'm reigniting my passion. Um but it's also going um to draw a significant amount of attention on one's will of knowing getting that download of the transformation process and how and what that looks like or means to you because again that shit's going to be different for everybody you know though i was about to go i did not let the intrusive thought win this time <laughs> um you guys know like when i use the crystals i use them in different ways sunstone is one of the ones that i definitely will lay down on um you know my lower abdomen sacral near my sacral root chakra not me tapping it i hope y'all didn't hear that and um harnessing the energies through there uh i i love me a good piece of sunstone i have a sunstone tower mm, shout out marley over at crystal pisces studios shameless plug fun fact you can get the information that you need in the description box below. Mm, purr, 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 purr. Um, do you have sunstone? Are you going to use sunstone? I think sunstone is also great to use with hematite. Um, uh, even peridot, right? Okay, that's it. Okay, so last week we talked about um, kind of the steps that it's going to take require for us to have these moments of self-transformation, self-expansion, right? Um, we, we talked about overcoming the limiting beliefs and how we put ourselves in those positions. But this week, I really want to talk about the role that vulnerability plays in self-transformation and also the relationship between self-transformation and purpose, Um I think that um, so sometimes we don't allow them to coexist, right? So as an umbrella topic, right, we're going to talk about overcoming the resistance to self-transformation because resistance is a common obstacle to self-transformation and it can take so many fucking forms some of the most common forms that we see of resistance is that fear of the unknown that fear of failure um the attachment to old patterns or identities and honestly like just believing that the change is impossible or it's too difficult or you won't be able to achieve it so like when we're talking about overcoming the resist like the resistance like what if this doesn't even let me calm down um so one way to overcome the resistance to self-transformation is through the mindfulness practices that we've spoken about such as meditation and deep breathing exercises and remember meditation doesn't always have to be stationary but through the mindfulness um it, it can help us become more aware of our thoughts and our feelings and our behaviors and can give us the space to observe them without judgment Okay, do you, do you see where we're talking about vulnerability and the key that it plays? Okay, I'll keep going. By cultivating mindfulness or learning how to practice mindfulness, I guess you could say, because we're all learning here, um, you can learn 
to recognize and manage the feelings of fear, doubt, resistance, anything that arises um, to kind of combat that unwillingness to experience new experiences, right? I always say like we can't take fear out of the conversation. Sometimes we do, especially this is what I'll be talking about when we say that toxic positivity, right? We can't we can't be toxically positive. We have to take fear into consideration because it is a real emotion and if we are not acknowledging those emotions then we are not being truthful and honest with ourselves. Okay? But again, it's how we adjust to those emotions. It's how we react to those emotions. It's what we do with them. Um, another way that we can overcome um, the resistance is by setting realistic goals. I remember we would always fucking say this shit when I used to, you know, work and grind the gears of society. But set smart goals, right? We have to, we have to set realistic goals, Um because if we don't, it, it can, it can overwhelm us by the pros. Um, it, it can overwhelm us with the potential of failure, and that's where that fear comes in. Um, even when it comes to breaking down the larger goals into smaller goals or more manageable steps, this can help us reduce that sense of being overwhelmed and help us build that momentum toward our goals, towards the desires, towards our intended outcome right like you're not gonna sit here and fucking be like i'm gonna go meditate for an hour when your ass hasn't even fucking meditated for five minutes when you can't even quiet your mind for five minutes of course you're not gonna finish why did i say of course like that (laughs) of course you're not gonna finish a one hour meditation and feel confident and feel good and not be down on yourself or not being able to focus of course You've never, you've never had that ability to, you, you don't even know if you can do it for five minutes. Why are you going to put an hour on your ass like that? Oh, 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 wait, let me circle back. So what is a smart goal? You might ask, right? Um, a smart goal is, I forgot what the S stands for. Hold on. Let me Google it. Let me go. You know, a bitch loves Google. A smart goal. I know it's manageable, attainable. What does it stand for now? Oh, specific, I remember now. Okay, so when we set goals, we want them to be smart goals, right? Specific or Pacific, depending on what dialect you want to use. Make your goals specific and narrow and more effective when it comes to the plan, right? Make it measurable, right? make it attainable. I always say this. If you if you set unrealistic goals, you're going to have to do unrealistic things to attain them. Make them relevant. If your goal isn't aligned with where the fuck you're going, are you going to feel more inclined to attain that goal, to work toward that goal, to be willing to measure your progress toward that goal? And then make it time-based. Right? That one's like a little iffy, especially like when we're talking about divine timing and whatnot. But you know, to each their own. Okay? But setting these realistic goals, um, these smart goals, right? That That's going to help you overcome the resistance. Seeking support from others. I talked about this last week too. You gotta ask for fucking help. You have to... Right? Whether it's a support group, a trusted friend, family member, mentor, any kind of supportive network, right? Like I went on my healthy eating style, right? Like, cause I don't do diets. They're, the word die is literally in diet. I don't do that. I do a live it. <laughs> I do a live it. It's a lifestyle change. I'm not on a diet. But I tell everybody, everybody is aware because I need that support to help me attain my goal right? Like on my livid, since I have people supporting me because they are aware, because I'm communicating, because I'm being vulnerable with my goal. I have other people supporting me. 
right? I have other people that care that are making adjustments because they care for my lifestyle change, right? That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. And then I, I kind of, I doubled down on this one. I doubled down on this one. Um, reframing from limiting beliefs. I know, I know. But I let me tell you why I doubled down on this one when we're talking about overcoming the resistance. Okay? Resistance always arises from that deeply ingrained belief about ourselves or the world around us. That's where it starts. By challenging these beliefs constantly is cultivating a more positive and empowering mindset, okay? We can open ourselves up to new opportunities, new possibilities, new positive, good, vibrating shit. If you believe that you're not fucking capable, do you really think you will make a significant change in your life. Right? This is where the vulnerability comes in. I said this, I said this a few weeks ago. Yes, we may have that intrusive thought, but we cannot dismiss it. We must replace it. So if you keep saying, this is impossible, this is impossible, I can't grow, I can't transform. Oh my God, no. What replace that shit? Let that shit live. Okay, I feel that vibration. However, I'm about to replace your ass. I am capable of growth and transformation, and I am taking small steps each and every day toward my goal because my goal is attainable. Okay, healing from traumatic experiences, um, or significant life changes or addictions or whatever the case may be okay you have to be vulnerable enough to do the self-reflecting the spiritual work um you have to be willing to know when you're being closed-minded okay Uh, Tony Jones said it best. I'm open-minded enough to know when I'm being closed-minded. Okay? I mean, think about Oprah. Think about Anthony Bourdain. Shit, even J.K. Rowling. Think about all of those obstacles. Think about all of those paths of resistance. The resistance they give in themselves. They were able to overcome it. Shit, even Beyonce. Even Beyonce. So, the role that vulnerability plays, the role that vulnerability plays in self-transformation, it is important because, because vulnerability is the willingness to be open and honest about your emotions, experiences, and challenges. It's important in self-transformation because it allows us to connect more deeply with ourselves and others. When we are vulnerable, we are able to acknowledge and work through the difficult emotions and experiences which help us grow, which help us transform, which help us change our mindful ways in meaningful ways. Okay? I always the vulnerability is fine as fuck. Vulnerability is sexy as fuck. Okay. When it comes to vulnerability, right? Like when we're talking about like mm, blockages or barriers when it comes to vulnerability, like uh fear of judgment or rejection. Um don't forget that self-compassion we talked about last week. By reminding yourself that everyone struggles with vulnerability, um, everybody does it. We're in this world where uh, perception is everything, and we're not used to sharing. 
and being vulnerable and vulnerability like vulnerability has changed my life it really has my understanding of it has changed over the years because um i misused that word one time in the past and it hurt somebody that i cared for and um I cared for a lot at that time and it hurt them to the core and it hurt me that I hurt them and um, they they sent me on like a little shadow session for myself and uh, once I came to that realization every time I tell the story I get chills like I have so many chills um, it, it, it aligned me better and it made me realize how sexy vulnerability was okay um yeah be fucking vulnerable <laughs> um maybe start seeing vulnerability as strength and not weakness right be open-minded enough to know when you're being closed-minded right allow vulnerability to make you feel safe when we're vulnerable uh we have increased self-awareness. We can build stronger relationships, right? Uh, we have greater resilience when it comes to face when it comes to facing challenges. Okay, it helps us cultivate empathy and compassion for others. It helps us build trust, not just in others and in relationships, but even when it comes to the intimacy of our relationships. It all like it literally just helps us connect more with other people, and everybody's probably like, "Oh my God, vulnerability! I can't do it." Um, one practice that I give to my mentees very often in my mentorship program um, to kind of you know get everybody in the feels like you know what we're doing um, for them to better understand the program. Right? We. Um, we, we start with the vulnerability practice and I give this to you as well. When somebody asks you how your day is, stop fucking saying good. Is your day good or is it amazing? Is it abundant? Is it expansive? Is it shitty? Is it fucked up? But you're thankful it's fucked up because you're learning some great lessons through the day. Right? Be vulnerable with how you actually fucking feel today. Start there. I'm sorry for yelling. Actually, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Then when we talk about um, the relationship between self transformation and purpose, and I know this kind of this might sound wonky, and um, I was when I was preparing this episode, I was like, "No, this makes sense. This makes sense." Um, many people seek self transformation in order to align their lives with a greater sense of purpose or meaning. Um, but self-transformation and purpose are interconnected. They're not the same. They're not the same thing. Okay. Yes. They both involve a desire to change and grow and to live our more meaningful lives or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, but pursuing self-transformation can help you use, excuse me, can help us clarify our values and strengths and passions, which in turn helps us identify and pursue our purpose a lot of people try to transform into the purpose that's not it that's not it right you're like i'm gonna be a better person and this is what i'm gonna do this is my purpose and i'm gonna transform into that no that's not that's not it, it, they're different when we transform, it aligns us with our purpose. Because if we're not transformed and we're trying to align with this purpose and our current vibration, what do you think that purpose is more aligned with? An older version of ourself or this new version of ourself that we've transformed it into, that we've cultivated, that we are more aware of? Okay? They're different. They're different. Okay. <laughs> so like... Uh, Again, so when we're talking about finding or pursuing one's purpose, um, fear, lack of clarity, 
Um, even external pressures are examples um, that can prevent us from finding our purpose, but also prevent us from transforming. Right? We, if we allow those to take place, then we are not allowing ourselves to transform and align with our true purpose. Okay? Um, when I sit, when we talk about this, when we're talking about finding our purpose and we're talking about transforming and we're doing these things to align with our transformer, our transformation, um, I suggest to better align you with your purpose is I suggest that you reflect on your values and what's in true when what's truly important to you. And are these your true values or were these values of limiting beliefs? Okay. Try maybe try some new values. Maybe. I don't know. Do what you want. Are you even aligned with them? Okay. Um, we have to transform to find our purpose and they are interconnected and that when we pursue one, it will oftentimes lead us to the other. When you start working on self and cultivating a greater self-awareness, you can discover new passions and interests that align with the your purpose, your true purpose, right? Like back in the day, I thought my purpose was to be um, like a retail god, right? Like I was on the top of my game, I was on the top of my shit. Eh, that is my purpose, to clothe the nation. Bitch, what? And that, that's what I was working toward. Those were my goals, but that, that wasn't my purpose. I wasn't transforming myself into the best version of me in order to align with my truest purpose. Okay. We have to continue to grow and continue to change and to continue to expand in order to find, live up, or align with our fullest potential when it comes to finding purpose. Okay. Um, what is something that is holding you back, right? Again, if you went through and you listened to last week and you're following through on the prompt, we are not the prompt, excuse me. And you were following through when you're listening to the questions and the things of that nature and da, 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 da. Mind you, we have the new moon. So for me, excuse me. I was just burping my ass off. Um, for me, when we talk about a prompt, quote unquote, um, what are your true values in life and how can you align with those actions? How can you cultivate a sense of security and abundance in your life? Okay. What are some practical steps you can take to increase your transformation? Okay. These are things that we can be asking ourselves. These are things that can help us transform. Okay. How are you going to transform? This week, this is my third time recording it. It's the third time's the charm. I'm not going to re-record it, so get over it. Anyway, I was telling a whole ass story. First time I wasn't recording. Second time, I don't even know what the hell I was saying. I wasn't making words. This time, fuck it. YOLO. Anyway, I was going to pick a tarot card, but in the middle of picking a tarot card, a book fell off my shelf. When the book fell off my shelf, it opened to a page, and I was like, oh my god, this is so perfect. And then I looked at the book, and I was like, oh my god duh stupid i'm not gonna tell you the book i'm gonna read the excerpt and yeah okay (laughs) 
But everything had changed. The boy was no longer at the oasis and the oasis would never again have the same meaning it had had only yesterday. It would no longer be a place with 50,000 palm trees and 300 wells where the pilgrims arrived, relieved at the end of their long journeys. From that day on, the oasis would be an empty place for her. From that day on, it was the desert that was important. She would look to it every day and would try to guess which star the boy was following in search of his treasure. She would have she would have to send her kisses on the wind, hoping that the wind would touch the boy's face and would tell him that she was alive. That she was waiting for him, a woman awaiting a courageous man in search of his treasure. From that day on, the desert would represent only one thing to her, the hope for his return. Don't think about what you've left behind, the alchemist said to the boy as they began to ride across the sand of the desert. Everything is written in the soul of the world, and there will, and there it will stay forever. Men dream more about coming home than leaving, the boy said. He was already accustomed to the desert's silence. If... What one finds is made of pure matter. It will never spoil. And one can only come back if what you had what you had found was only a moment of light, like an explosion of a star. You would find nothing on your return. The man was speaking the language of alchemy, but the boy knew. He was referring to Fatima. This, this was perfect. This was perfect excerpt for this, um, for this week. And actually, let me read you the next paragraph. But the alchemist continued to look at the horizon. And finally, the falcon returned with their meal. They dug a hole and lit their fire in it so that the light of the flames would not be seen. The, I'm an alchemist simply because I'm an alchemist, he said as he prepared the meal. I learned the science from my grandfather, who learned it from his father, and so on. Back to the creation of the world in those times, the master work could be written simply on an emerald. But men began to reject simple things and write tracts, interpretations, and philosophical studies. They also began to feel that they knew a better way than others had. Yet, the Emerald Tablet is still alive today. When it comes to finding your purpose, right... Um, we also, we also have to realize that the universe is supporting us when it comes to achieving our goals. Um, but this also requires us to be willing to embark on the journey of self-discovery, self-transformation, and allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. Transformation shows us our purpose. Okay. Santiago had to transform to find his purpose. All of the things he was doing, he thought were his purpose. But as he continued to transform, he was like, now wait a minute, wait a minute. This is not my purpose. But he trusted and leaned and learned from his intuition and the guidance of the universe. It's important to set clear goals when we're talking about transforming so we can have a clear sense of purpose. Okay. And allowing ourselves to be more willing to take risks, to be more vulnerable and make sacrifices in order to achieve it. Transformation and growth are uncomfortable and challenging, but they are necessary. 
especially if you want to live a more fulfilling life honestly like where is ted ted sign me up for a talk <laughs> ted sign me up for a talk okay um thank you guys so much for listening i couldn't do this without you and i wouldn't want to make sure you head over to witchbitchshiro.com the link is in my description box below um we i got a whole bunch of stuff in the description box we got our spiritual expansion planner we got our crystal pisces studio uh i'm gonna put the alchemist in here any and everything that you want think about fine it's going to be in the description box below um okay as you know as you know Hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never really know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which and no. <laughs> I do not sell owls. So stop fucking asking. <laughs>